Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown of Christ with Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. That the Lord has instructed us, commanded us, charged us, amen, to preach and demonstrate the kingdom. And the Lord, all these years, He's He's worked with us. He's confirmed that word, amen, that that is His word with signs following and with His with His works. And so we do the works of God. We don't try to come up with our own works. We have ceased from our own labors, from our own works. Amen. And so we operate in that rest to do the works of God. Amen. So we want to continue also this night. Amen. That you need to understand that God has called you to walk with him. Amen. And somebody may say, how can we relate to God? For God is perfect. He is, he is holy. He is perfect in beauty. He is perfect in love. He is perfect in works. Amen. How can we walk with God? How can we have a relationship with the Most High? <laughs> Amen. That we would have to forsake our old nature and to partake of, of His nature. In other words, we cannot relate to God in our in our old nature. That's why the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. All things are of God. Amen. And so we have a new nature. Amen. That nature is of the nature of God so that we can partake of God and we can partake of his nature. We would have to be joined unto the Lord. Amen. Meaning that we would have to be one with him. We would have to be married in a sense to the Lord. Amen. They that are joined unto the Lord are one one spirit. Amen. So God is in heaven. We are in this earth. The Holy Spirit is in this earth so that the works of God can continue. Amen. And the relationship that God had prescribed for man in the beginning. Amen. Can continue amen through faith in jesus christ in faith in the cross in faith in the works that jesus has worked to bring us to bring us back to god amen so the bible says by these exceeding great and precious promises that we are partakers of his divine nature second peter one four. So that's what that is talking about. We are partakers of, of his divine nature. We are one with the Lord. And so it is it is a type of marriage. Amen. To be joined, to be one with is, is a type of marriage. Amen. Marriage is an ordinance from God. Ordinance means that it is a holy tradition from God. That is true 
before, during, and after the law. So an ordinance is given by God. It is a holy tradition to teach us while we are in this earth realm, to behold, to gaze at something that is given by God, that is holy, that teaches us. Amen. So marriage is an ordinance. Amen. It did not um, come about by man. It came about by God. Amen. Amen. And so God gave marriage, amen, and so we should be able, because it is an ordinance, to look at it, amen, to study it, amen, to receive revelation from that, from that holy image, amen. So we are married unto the Lord. The church is betrothed, betrothed unto Jesus, amen. So we are married unto the Lord. That is an ordinance from the Lord. Amen. It teaches a holy point. Amen. One thing about marriage is that marriage changes you. Amen. Who you were. Amen. So marriage is, is life-changing. Marriage is life-altering. Amen. And so it teaches you, marriage teaches you that you're not the same old person, amen, because now you have to relate to another one and to be joined with them, amen, and out of that comes something new. God took two and made one. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and be joined unto his wife, and they both, they twain, shall become one flesh, the Bible says. And so now... You are not the same person. Amen. Husband, you're not the same person. Wife, you're not the same, the same person. Amen. You're, you're totally different in, in covenant. Amen. You're totally different in covenant. Your life has changed. Your life is altered. You have to dwell together, the Bible says, with understanding. So in other words, you have to understand this institution called marriage. Amen. So God is with you because God ordained marriage. He is with you. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is in the midst of the marriage. Amen. It is it is called the the remnant. Amen. The Bible says God made two to be one. I believe in Malachi chapter three. God made two to be one. And why did he do it? The Bible says so that they would produce godly seed, that the Holy Spirit is in the midst. He is the remnant in the midst of the marriage teaching you about marriage. So, so you can't bail out of marriage if you're not willing to be taught. In other words, it's a journey, it's a process, amen. It's a truth. But the fullness of that truth, amen, is supposed to be enjoyable. In other words, that that journey is supposed to be full of joy as you receive the truths which are of the Lord. Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, amen. I know you think I'm going a certain place, but I'm not necessarily going that place <laughs> that you think that I am going. Amen. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 through 3. First Timothy chapter 4 
verse 1 through 3. It says now, the Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, especially says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy. In other words, putting forth something that is a lie, but purporting that to be the truth. Amen. Or that which is outward does not line up with that which is inward. Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Amen. So, so the, the lie would be ironic. It would be, it, it would be what we call the pot calling the kettle black. It, 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 it would be such a, an, an ironic thing. Speaking lies in hypocrisy having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know, know the truth. Amen. So I want to focus on that statement, forbidding to marry. Amen. So marriage is an ordinance from God. The Bible says in the latter days there will be some who are not only abstaining from marriage, but forbidding. I want you to think about that. They are trying to keep people from, from, getting, from getting married. Amen. It is to restrict. Amen. It is not to allow. Amen. So in the last days, people are trying to restrict people from getting married, not allow it. And if you follow the thing all the way through, it is because of doctrines of devils, amen, and seducing spirits, teaching of devils and seducing spirits. So God says that he ordained marriage to be a teachable instrument, amen, a living instrument, just like many other things of God, amen, that we are living letters, amen, living epistles, amen. The word is is a living word. It, it abides. It continues forever. Amen. So just like the things of God that that it, that are alive, they continue. Amen. They continue. Amen. With the life of God. Amen. And so there are those forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God hath given. So we are saying that that is a doctrine of devils that is seducing spirits that is attacking marriages. Amen. So marriages are under attack. The sad part about marriages being under attack because people don't know how to flow with the truth. Some people flow with the lies concerning marriage. Amen. And so Doctrines of devils, seducing spirits, some translations say deceiving spirits, amen. And so the word is carried by the spirit. So the word of God is carried by the Holy Spirit. You can understand that that equals the voice of God. But the words of the devil is carried by wicked spirits, amen. And so they get those who will speak their message to have influence. So the devil will get those who will speak his message to try to exert influence over others and call this wisdom and call this 
rationality and call this sound truth, you know. That people say you have to go after your career, you know, especially to women. They they are told, listen, you gotta go after your career, you know. Don't get married, don't have kids. Don't get married, don't have kids. They say this is wisdom. And yet the Bible declares that the children are the heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. Amen. And blessed is the man that has many in his quiver. Amen. That God has ordained marriage. Why has he ordained it? For godly seed. Amen. And that even the truths that you had when you enter into marriage are supposed to increase. So marriages are supposed to get sweeter and sweeter as you partake of God's divine nature, the promises of God, the word of God. Amen. You, you increase in the wisdom and knowledge of God. Amen. So an older married couple can tell their sons or their daughters, amen, some wisdom as they begin to enter or, or as, as, as they um, think about entering into marriage. Amen. That you, you have some wisdom having been in marriage and walked in the light, in the light of the Lord. Amen. And so the devil attacks marriages because it is a holy ordinance, a holy tradition. In other words, something that God has given to be an image in this earth realm to teach you holy lifestyle, godly lifestyle. Amen. So God gives ordinances. God gives holy traditions such as God gave the Lord's Supper, amen, to teach about the body of Christ, to teach about the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus says that unless you drink of his blood, eat of his flesh, you have no life, amen. And a lot of the disciples left from following him, they said this was a hard word. And yet, that word was there to teach. Jesus says the words that I speak. He says they are, they are spirit, and they are life. Amen. And Jesus would take people unto himself, his disciples, unto himself after he had taught, after he had given parables. Amen. And would teach them in a more intimate setting. In other words, he, he preached the, the big message, and he gave out parables, those that were hungry and thirsty and wanting to be close, amen. He says, it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside, it is, it is not given. So the ones that have ears to hear, let them hear. So you can be outside, you can be inside, amen. But that's an interesting word, the mysteries of the kingdom, amen. So God is a God who gives mysteries. Amen. But I will teach you in his lessons that mysteries are for you, but they are revealed to the ones who appreciate the mystery and appreciate God. Amen. Those who fear God, those who love the Lord, the hi -yi -yi, those who count the mystery as precious. Amen. And so God has given mysteries even, even in marriage. Amen. Praise be to God.
God has given a mystery or mysteries even, even in marriage. In Proverbs chapter 29, the book of Proverbs chapter 29, And verse 18, amen. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And so if you expand it out by definition, where there is no heavenly vision, Producing an earthly reality, the people perish or cast off restraint. But he that keepeth the law happy is he. So the law, of course, speaking of the word of God. Amen. Where there is no parent, where there is no heavenly vision, the people will throw off restraint. In other words, there has to be a picture, an image from heaven in this earth realm that people can gaze at concerning a spiritual truth, a heavenly reality. They will have to hold fast to the image. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there's no variableness, no shadow of turning. Amen. So marriage given by God from heaven. Amen. And the image of that is in this earth realm, amen, to teach us is something that you have to gaze at. You cannot get the whole revelation at once. You have to um, embrace the mystery, appreciate the mystery. So the way that God operates, that God is a God of mysteries and, and secrets, but they are for us, amen. So he reveals his secrets to those who fear him, amen. And so those who want it, those who appreciate it, those who approach it by um, the spirit of truth. In other words, revelation comes from the Holy Ghost. You know that. Amen. Not doctrines of devils. Do devils cannot explain marriage. Amen. You understand that if a wicked spirit was talking to you about marriage, it would be perverted, it would be corrupted, amen. The devil is a liar and the father of lies, amen. When he speaks a lie, he speaks his own or of his own resources, amen. And so, without a vision, the people perish. They throw off restraint without a heavenly vision, amen. So marriage, amen, the pattern came from God himself. It's part of who God is, the fabric of God, amen. Oneness, unity is of the Lord. So God gave marriage as a showcase for the Holy Ghost and as a showcase for oneness and unity, amen. Working together, amen, to becoming one, amen. So yes, there would be some adaptability, amen, but there would be a blessing, amen. The, the, the Bible says, it, it, it talks about, that God is the God who blesses, amen. And so that 
when God blesses, he adds no sorrow. Amen. So the blessing of the Lord, amen, adds no sorrow, the Bible says. Amen. So marriage is a blessing. Somebody says, you don't know my husband. Somebody says, you don't know my wife. Amen. Bible says, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Amen. So you need to speak the word of God over your wife. Amen. And believe the truth. Amen. And so husbands, the Bible says, you're supposed to speak the word of God. Amen. Over your wives. Amen. You're supposed to relate with God also. And, and speak, amen, the word of God because marriage is a type. Amen. It is something in this earth realm to teach. Amen. So marriage is the image of covenant love, fidelity, and faithfulness. Amen. It is a mystery, a revelation that keeps on giving. Amen. Uh, it's never exhausted. And, and the revelation is never exhaust, exhausted. Amen. And so what is revealed is, is never exhausted. It continues. Amen. It's never exhausted of truths. It is an ordinance. It is an ordinance that teaches. Amen. So, what you are learning on earth by the Holy Spirit and by the Word of God is preparing you for heaven. So, what is taught in this earth, amen, prepares you for heaven. Amen. What is taught in this earth is preparing you. So this earth is like a testing ground. Amen. It is a place to use your faith to show that God's word is true. Amen. Not to shrink back. Amen. But use your faith to show that what God says is true. Whatever God says about marriage is true. You use your faith. Amen. In 1 Peter Chapter 1, 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. It says, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. And this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tested by fire, may be found to the praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So a revelation <laughs> reveals Jesus Christ, or you could say the revelation from Jesus, amen, but God says this, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, amen, the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God, amen, so as you walk in faith, amen, the revelation that comes out is a revelation, is a revelation of Jesus Christ, so you'll be tested according to your faith, so that your faith could be found to be genuine. In other words, the more that you are tested, the more that you pass the test, amen, your faith will be seen as real faith, genuine faith, purified faith, 
Amen. So the Lord is bringing you to a place of purification according to the word of God. Not mixed. Amen. Not um, having shaft. Amen. The Lord removes the shaft. Amen. He removes the alloy. He removes the tin. He removes the mixture. Amen. So that your faith will be genuine. Amen. Compared to gold, even though gold perishes. It's the same process, the natural process by which gold is purified, amen, is a spiritual process where your faith is purified, amen. So the heat, the fire, the testing, amen, proves that your faith is genuine or it can bring you to the place where your faith, where your faith is genuine. Amen. And so marriage, you have something that is very, very precious, something to use your faith in, to believe God, to appreciate the mystery that what marriage is. Amen. It is a teachable mystery. It is for you. Amen. It's not hidden from you. It's hidden for you, but is only revealed to those who are stewards of the mysteries. Amen. The Bible says the apostles are, are stewards of the mysteries of God. They are entrusted by God to handle holy things, to handle mysteries. Amen. And so that they give and they impart. Amen. As an apostle, me and my wife, we give and we impart. Amen. Of the mysteries. Just hoping and believing that someone would appreciate the mystery. Amen. The revelation of the mystery. Amen. Most people, and I'm going to say this, and it may, be, it may be offensive, but most people, married people, even Christians, are not operating in the fullness of the truth that God wanted to reveal about, about marriage. Amen. Most people are not operating. Why? Because of the spirit of the world. Amen. So worldly sentiment. Amen. Worldly reasoning about relationships, men and women, what's right, what's not right. Amen. You know, that um, what is the position of, of the woman? What is the position of the man? You know, who's in charge? Amen. And worldly sentiment, marriage or relationships are a competition. And women are encouraged to show that they are just as smart or smarter than a man. That they, are, that they know how to handle wisdom. Amen. And yet, this was the same thing that brought down Eve. Amen. That we will show you in the word of God that both men and women, how that they have a part, they have a position they, they have a place from God, amen, and they have to operate in that place that they're given from the Lord. In Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 22, amen. We have a lot to get to. And so I'm going to try to go through this quickly, amen. I'm just laying a foundation that marriage, amen, is an ordinance that teaches a greater, a greater mystery. And you'll never, 
get the, the blessing of the mystery unless you are willing to be taught by the Lord, that is, to be taught by the Holy Spirit to appreciate the mystery, the revelation that God is trying to give. Amen. Verse Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 through 33. We'll read very quickly and then we'll come back and make some points. It says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be to their own husbands in everything. Own husbands. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies, for he who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ in the church. Amen. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she reverences her, her husband. Amen. So verse 32, this is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ in the church. Amen. So this whole back and forth between the physical marriages in this earth and Jesus being the head over the church. The thread through here gets, it is, it is culminated in this verse. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ in the church. So, so marriage is symbolic. Amen. Emblematic. Amen. A picture, an allegory, amen, of Jesus and the church. Amen. Well, we know Jesus is perfect. Amen. We know that he is the, 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 the perfect husband, the perfect head, amen, over, over the church. Amen. So the mystery, amen, the revelation goes from the physical marriage to a greater revelation of his representing Jesus, representing Jesus and the church, amen. This is a great mystery, a revelation that you must respect and give yourself to before you can fully understand it. So you can't even talk about marriage accurately unless you give yourself to the mystery. It actually means to be initiated in. It's, it's what worldly people use when they talk about secret societies and things you are initiated. It is secret. You are ingratiated. You are initiated into a mystery. 
Amen. And so the mystery begins to speak, amen, to you. And marriage, amen, gets a hold of you, amen, especially in the fear of God as you recognize that your marriage is a type of Jesus in the church. It gets a hold of you and you begin to learn more about what it means that this is a great mystery. Amen. But I speak concerning Jesus and the church. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verses 6 through 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 through 8. It says, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. So the devils are coming to nothing and their wisdom is coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. So you... <laughs> You need to meditate on that. That wisdom was stored up by God ahead of time. Amen. For, for our glory. This, this is the greatness of God. This is why no one can contend with God. No one can contend with his wisdom. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. It's a wisdom in a mystery. It was hidden, which God ordained. We talked about marriage being ordained, but the revelation of it, amen, must be revealed. Amen. Marriage is ordained of God. Before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So very, very quickly. So God ordained wisdom ahead of time. Stored it up. Devil didn't know about it. Amen. And so the devil crucified or inspired people to crucify Jesus. He thought he was making a strike against the Lord. Amen. He thought that he was destroying everything, but actually that was the basis of the gospel. Amen. Jesus laid down his life so that we could have eternal life. That was God's wisdom that was hidden in a mystery. Amen. So the very thing that the devil attacks. If you can get this, amen. Here, here is the secret sauce, amen. The very thing, the very thing that the devil attacks, amen, God uses to destroy the devil, to bring about glory. So marriage is under attack, the very thing. If you can respect the mystery, and receive of the mystery. Amen. Not to be against it. Amen. To, to let it teach you. Amen. To, to bring you into a greater place of revelation. The very thing that the devil uses to attack, he did not understand. He did not know that that was part of the mystery of God and the wisdom of God. Amen. And so the wisdom of God destroys the devil's wicked wisdom. By lust, the devil is always trying to get people to want his wicked wisdom. Amen. And so, of course, we are not supposed to partake of the lust of the flesh. 
the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, the way that the devil ensnares us with his wicked wisdom. We're not supposed to partake of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We are not supposed to partake of it. We are supposed to partake of the tree of life. Amen. So the Bible says about marriage, Ephesians 5.32, this is a great mystery. He said it's a great mystery. It's one of the greatest mysteries, and yet people have failed. Society has, has failed to appreciate this mystery. You cannot be initiated into the mystery unless you receive of the Holy Spirit, not seducing spirits, amen, not deceiving spirits, amen. So what the devil says about marriage will prevent you from receiving. If you receive what the devil says about marriage, it will prevent you from receiving, amen, the blessing that produces the glory, amen. First Peter. Chapter 3. Amen. M many people, even church people, I, I dare say most people, have a problem with what the Bible says about marriage. So they never enter in. Amen. You understand if you are offended, you never enter in. And your understanding is prohibited. It's restricted. It's limited. Amen. You know, that anything, you know, I don't know about that, you know, tongue talking. I don't know about that being filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm already filled with the Holy Ghost. If you are offended, you are limited in receiving the revelation of the mystery. The very thing that you need, amen, to destroy the devil by doctrines of devils, amen, um, by seducing spirits, the rhetoric, amen, you are seeing, your, your, your eye is not single. You're not seeing by the light of heaven. So even if you have scholars, amen, if you have those who can um, explain your, your side, amen, what you're against, amen, concerning the, the word of God, you do not have revelation knowledge. That natural knowledge puffs up. Amen. And so 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 1 through 7. Again, I'm going to try to speed it up because I'm trying to get somewhere. Amen. Wives, likewise be submissive to your own husbands that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chaste conduct accompanied with fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward. That word adornment, um, it means garnished. It means to be spiritually beautified. Amen. To be enhanced. In other words, a person can say, this is who I am, but you can, you can enhance that beauty with that which is of glory and which is of holiness. The Bible says, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. So there's beauty associated with holiness. There's beauty associated with glory. So if, if you have glory, amen, because you're submitted to the, to the will of God, you are a very beautiful person to the Lord. Amen. It says, do not let your adornment be merely outward. Um, this translation added the word merely. 
the arranging of the hair, wearing of gold, and the putting on of apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty. So outward beauty is corruptible. Inward beauty is incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves, being submissive to their own husbands, as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are, if you do good and not, and are not afraid with any terror. I think the King James says, do not be afraid of, of anything. Do not fear anything fearful. <laughs> Amen. The, the connotation is... To, to be that woman of God, you're going to have to cast off the fear from the sentiment that the world says that the people are using the Bible to keep you barefoot and pregnant, to keep you in the home, to keep you from flourishing, to, to keep you from rising in, in education to, and, 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 and rising, you know. In, in enterprise, to be a businesswoman. They don't want you. So, so this is an archaic word. Amen. You cannot trust that word, they say. And yet it is the word of God that does not change. Amen. From generation to generation. So something has to be learned here because we know not to listen. Listen to doctrines of devils and seducing spirits. So we know not. So Something must be learned here that is taught by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that um, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. By the testimony of two or three witnesses, a thing is established. So this is all through the word of God. Wives submit to your own husbands. Husbands love your wife. You know, let your children be in subject with all gravity or seriousness, you know, all through the word of God. That doesn't change, amen. The, the, the word of God does, does not change. Don't trust a translation, amen, that, that gets rid of genders and things of that nature. It's a doctrine of devil. It is seducing spirits, amen. Corruptible. So, so the inner man, we're talking about the inner man is the real person. The inner man, the Bible says, can be beautified. And especially women are called to be an example for the inner man to be beautified with glory, to be a type of the wife that Jesus would marry. <laughs> Amen. The, the, the virtuous woman, the, the type of person that is holy. Amen. That is pure. Amen. As Ephesians talks about that he may present her to himself, a glorified church without spot or wrinkle or any such thing or blemish or any such thing, amen. That he may present a purified, holy, glorious church. He's looking to present to himself the, the, the church we're talking about now, the ceremony, marriage supper of the lamb, amen. Ay, 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 we're getting somewhere, <laughs> amen. The Lord been teaching us the whole time to prepare us to be received, amen, as a participant in the marriage supper of the Lamb, amen, to be the bride of Christ, 
Amen. So we're being prepared in this earth realm. We are betrothed. We're espoused unto the Lord. So in all essence, we are married unto the Lord. Amen. And so we are to be faithful, to have fidelity. We know that he will. And so it is a covenant. Marriage is a covenant of love which houses fidelity and faithfulness and love. Amen. And we can learn something about how we are supposed to relate to Jesus as a church. Amen. And as a believer, how we are to relate. How we are to relate to Jesus. Amen. That inner man. Amen. That is talking about in verse, verse 4. That, that, that inner man. That quiet man. Amen. That we are garnished we are adorned on the inside from that yieldedness that god placed in holy women to be an example of the body of christ that is made of male and female and children <laughs> amen so women are given a place to be an example to the body of christ in essence to be a covered woman for jesus to be the head, amen, just like Jesus is the head to the church, even as they submit to their, to their own husbands, amen. And so it says that God greatly desires, amen, that, that type of woman. In Psalms chapter 45, Psalms. Chapter 45. And verse 11, it says, So the king will greatly desire your beauty. It's talking about Jesus because he is your Lord. Worship him. <laughs> Amen. What a revelation. Jesus is the head of the church. He shall greatly desire your beauty. We already said we're talking about that inner beauty, that meek and quiet spirit, that, that one is who is submitted. Amen. So the church is submitted to Jesus, letting him be Lord. He is Lord. Let him be Lord. It says, because he is your Lord, worship him. We can say to the marriages, amen, so the wives, reverence your husband. Amen. Respect your husband. Amen. He is your, how can I say this? Sarah called Abraham Lord, my Lord. You know, we that, that old English, amen. Jesus is the Lord of Lords, amen. But it doesn't hurt for you to say, my husband, well, I've said, my husband is my Lord given unto me by the Lord, amen. And my submission to him show my willingness to submit to the Lord Jesus. You said, that is getting things out of order. That means that you're not willing. That's that's what Paul says. First Corinthians chapter eleven. He's he gives the ordinance, the holy tradition of the head covering as a type to show that that wife is submitted. It says the woman's head is supposed to be covered. The husband's head is not supposed to be covered because Jesus is his Lord. The woman shows that Jesus is Lord as she is submitted unto her husband. That if she's not willing to be covered, let her be shaved or shorn. But if it is a shame for her to be shaved or shorn, 
let her be covered. Amen. That the man's glory, amen, from of the Lord, the wife is glory of the husband. Amen. So it's all about the glory being intact. When God made everything, he made it right. He made it perfect. So Eve was supposed to be submitted to Adam. The glory was intact. Amen. That Eve was not supposed to be um, trying to lead, talking to the devil. Amen. And so because of that, God had already preserved wisdom in a mystery. Amen. The devil did not know that the first time that marriage was attacked, amen, is in the Garden of Eden. Amen. That the devil spoke to Eve. Amen. So if you understand what was out of order, then do not continue with the thing that was out of order. Amen. <laughs> amen. How do you reverse it? <laughs> Amen. You do the opposite. You, you don't continue in the thing that was out of order. Amen. That Eve went after that wisdom. She thought it to be a wisdom to be desired. Amen. That she thought it was a wisdom that was good. We're talking about the devil's wisdom. One to be, um, to be used to make one wise. Amen. And so... The real you, the, the inward man, just like the individual, the heart, the spirit is the real person. The same thing with the church, amen. The heart of the church, amen. In Proverbs chapter 27, Lord, help us, help us to make progress. Proverbs chapter 27. Verse 17. Proverbs 27, 17. As in water, face reflects face, so man hearts reveals the man. So the real person is the heart. And the heart has a face. Amen. So just follow it. Just like the reflection of a face in the water shows the face. So the heart shows the real person. Amen. And so the connotation is that water reveals, amen. So as you look into water, amen, that, that which is of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is called water. What is, what is broken cisterns? What is, what is bitter water, amen? That is that which is of wickedness, amen. So as you look into the water, as you look into the Spirit to have the Word revealed, and you receive that reflection. You are who the Lord says you are. That's the real you. And same thing with the church. For the church to be who God called it to be. Amen. It is with the, the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the revelation of the mystery is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you must, you must be willing to receive it. When the church listens to seducing spirits. It produces a corrupted image of marriage, even a corrupted image of the word. Amen. As opposed to listening to the Holy Spirit, which produces, which produces an incorruptible image. Amen. So how does this happen? Amen. It is, it is the spirit of the world that puts pressure for you to conform. 
Amen. Don't be conformed, amen, by the world, but be transformed by the word of God. Amen. The Bible says don't be conformed. When, when we, we are not to be ashamed or intimidated, we are not to be moved or pressured by the world or the spirit of the world. As far as the, the definition, the definition of marriage comes from the word of God. It is expounded by the Holy Spirit. And as we give ourselves to it, it will produce even a greater revelation and a greater image. Amen. So the heart of the church reveals the face of the church. Amen. So we are to live to please God in Christ and not the world. Amen. And so what is happening down here in this earth realm is, is a preparation. Amen. And so we are, we are to receive the preparation to be that church that God has, has called us to be. 2 Corinthians Again, 2 Corinthians. Chapter 11. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 11. Verses 2 through 4. Paul says... For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. In other words, that he is saying that they are going after false teachers, false apostles. Amen. He says that you're being deceived. I'm afraid that you might be deceived the way that Eve was deceived. Amen. So Eve was deceived by corruptible wisdom of a deceiving, seducing spirit. That's the devil. Amen. So you have to cast out the corruptible, anything that is corruptible. In other words, that which is of the Lord is beautiful. It is eternal. Amen. So you have to cast out that which ties you to the earth realm, which is which is corruptible. Amen. That it changes the truth into a lie. Anything that changes the truth into a lie. Amen. And so you, you, you have to cast out the lie. You have to participate in the wisdom of God, though it is against everything that the world is saying in James chapter 1. So Eve was deceived. Amen. James chapter 1 verses 14 and 15. It says, um, before that it says that God does not tempt with evil and God is not tempted with evil. 
Verse 14, but each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed. And when the desire has conceived or the lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. So Eve was deceived. What was the process? It says, but each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed then when the lust has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown brings forth death so so eve had a lust she had a desire that the devil exploited amen something about not wanting to be submitted unto adam and adam loved his wife he did not want to be, appear to be against his wife. God says that you listen to the voice of your wife. So if he wasn't deceived and he listened to the voice of his wife, the only reason that he did it because he regarded his wife. Does that make sense? If he wasn't deceived, yeah. And so that's the same spirit, amen, that is, that is at work now, amen, concerning marriage. Marriage is really talking about Jesus and the church and the preparation that we need to be ready for the return of Jesus. Amen. We're supposed to cast down every thought, every reasoning, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of the Lord and bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You're not able Amen. To receive the blessing, amen, of the picture, the image of the marriage being a mystery, amen, for you to release blessing after blessing after blessing, amen, because that man is not willing, amen, to be the one that God said to lead, to have dominion and authority, amen, and to lead about. Paul says that Barnabas and Peter, that they led about a wife, amen. To lead a wife, let's put it in today's vernacular. Peter, amen, Barnabas, they led their wives, amen. So the men are not willing to be leaders, amen. The women are not willing to submit. The man is not willing to be seen as, as one, amen, that has authority over his wife, amen. And so the thing is out of order, amen, because it's out of order, there's no glory, and there is, is no power in the church. People say that we have evolved past the word of God, amen, and yet you dishonor Jesus. You, you understand the holy image. God gave the holy image, the holy picture, the holy vision, amen, to be in this earth, and yet, Paul says, if you be contentious, amen, he says that we have no such rule, amen, about the head covering. We're not going to argue about head coverings. Paul says that you are contentious. You prove yourself not worthy for the revelation of the mystery, amen. You have to appreciate the mystery for the mystery to give back unto you. It is something that you must embark on. You must say, it could be true. <laughs> I think it could be true. Lord, show me. You know, what is 
What is the truth? The Lord will be faithful. Amen. It's just like when I got filled with the Holy Spirit. My wife began to seek the Lord. Is this thing true? And God showed her, yeah, it's true. Amen. It could be true. Amen. Take a step in the truth. The mystery will continue to give until we are caught up. Amen. To be with the Lord. Until we find our place, amen, at the marriage supper of the Lamb. The Spirit and the Bride say, come, amen. Those, amen, who want Jesus to come back, amen, are those who are partaking in revelation so that they, that day does not overtake them as a thief, amen. So there's a revelation concerning marriage. I know my time is spent. I'm, I'm trying to summarize there's a revelation, which is a mystery. It's a great mystery. Amen. And it is a mystery that continues to give revelation, but you must respect the mystery. If, if you throw it out completely, out of hand, you know, you, throw, you just throw it out. I don't believe that. Amen. Then the mystery cannot give to you. Amen. It is, it is what I call the power of the mystery. It is the very thing. Amen. That's supposed to be kicking the devil into his behind. Marriages. And the very thing for the church to be in divine order. Supposed to be kicking the devil in his behind. We are not participating in. And we're like, Lord, why you didn't do this? Lord, why you didn't do that? And yet you are the rebellious ones. <laughs> Amen. And you must be taught the truth. Thank you, Father, for your word. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Copre mamanasa nuna, caca rebela chin, when the patra fasuera do bunda radinda bacoda, ne de donda ravandur gabalon brosha varam bunda rabush. Many, many times when something seems like a hard word, that is when the Lord makes me to laugh. <laughs> Amen. Because it is a word of truth. Amen. And so when there is a contentious spirit, an agitated spirit on you, Amen. It must be cast off by the truth. The Bible says having a readiness to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled or complete. The way you get rid of that agitation, amen, is to receive the knowledge of the truth. Amen. To receive the knowledge of the truth of the word of God and it shall produce laughter in you also, just like Sarah laughed. Amen. It shall produce laughter. Who would have thought that you would receive this as a revelation when all of your peers are against it? Amen. And so the Lord wants to remove that which is a wicked spirit on the church and off of marriages. Amen. And for marriages to have the glory of God and for the church to have the glory of God. Thank you, Father, for that word. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.